0: This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Before we start today, we'd like to encourage anyone looking for help with their digital marketing to get in touch with Site Visibility. Whether you have a burning digital marketing question or you're looking for an agency to work with, they'd love to hear from you. Give them a call, plus or fill out the form at sitevisibility.co.uk slash contact. Alternatively, you can talk to either Scott or Sean via the live chat function on the site. They'd be happy to help. Now, today I'm joined by Jay Baer, president of Convince & Convert, global keyword speaker, host of the Social Pros podcast, inductee into the word-of-mouth marketing hall of fame and the author of five plus i think one in the works books jay how you doing andy thanks so much for having me on the show doing fantastic thank you it's an absolute pleasure and uh, we'll talk about your books at the end and I'm, i must actually uh, ask you about the word-of-mouth marketing hall of fame. it fa- sounds fascinating but we'll save those till a bit later um let's
1: start off you tell us a little bit about yourself and convince and convert Sure. I, I've been in internet marketing almost as long as you could have been in the business. I started in 1993 when domain names were actually free. You could register any domain name you wanted at no cost because who would want such a thing? Why, why, why would you want to pay for it? Uh, and so I've been doing this the entire history of, of internet marketing and seen uh, lots and lots of things. My current firm, Convince Convert, is almost 10 years old. We do social media strategy, content marketing strategy, and digital marketing strategy for some of the most interesting brands in the world. We work for the United Nations, for, for for Nike, for Allstate, for uh, Adidas, a number of um, or Adidas, as you say over there, a number of uh, a number of big brands, and it's a fantastic, fantastic opportunity. We do a lot of content creation on our site as well. You can visit blog posts, and podcasts, and webinars, and videos, etc.
0: Now, I wanted to talk today with you about. Uh, something which at the moment, certainly in the UK, and I suspect in the US at the moment, is very, very current. And that's his whole kerfuffle with uh, social media and particularly uh, Facebook at the moment. Yeah. And you wrote a very interesting blog post recently um, about, uh, I think it was called Six Unexpected Trends in 2018, social media research. Can you yes. just give us a... An oversight because I'm trying to when you take the sort of main social media platforms, you know, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, you know, the, the the normal the normal ones. I'm trying to visualize yes. it in, in my head a graph of of sort of how they did, and they all started. It was sort of the early noughties, wasn't it? I say early, so two thousand and six, two thousand and five, and then they have increased. But something interesting has been happening recently, hasn't
1: it? Yeah, it's it's a really fascinating graph to examine. My, my friends at Edison Research are a large data collection and, and um, analytical firm here in the States. They do a report every year called the Infinite Dial that they've been producing for I think, almost a decade now. Yeah. And each year, that Infinite Dial survey looks at how Americans, they also do a Canadian and an Australian version, but how uh, Americans in this particular uh, uh, report use social media and also how they use podcasts. So this this report is also has a lot of great data on, on the rise of podcasts, even smart speech like the Amazon smart speaker, the Google smart speaker, et cetera. Yeah. But what they found is that for the first time ever, 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 ever social media usage of Facebook went down in the United States, which is remarkable because the, the penetration rate of Facebook in the U S is, is, is truly staggering, right? It's, it's more than two thirds uh, of the country yeah. uh, uses Facebook. And so last year, 67% of Americans used Facebook. This year, 62%. So a 5% drop in one year is significant when you've never had any drop in history. Yeah. And and now, this this report was done earlier this year, now on the heels of this report being uh release to the public. You have the delete Facebook movement. Uh, all the issues around privacy and trust, and apologies from Mark Zuckerberg. In fact, just this morning, I saw uh, an article in a in a noteworthy United States publication saying that Mark Zuckerberg should resign, calling for the resignation of the founder of of Facebook. Which oh, uh, yes. that, that's that's uh, that's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. And looking at this graph, um, Jay, in the second because there's two blog posts. I'm interested. You you wrote one, and then that links to an early one that that you you did. Looking at the graph, I mean, 62%, that's where Facebook was back in
1: 2015, isn't it? Yeah, so it's almost like they gave away two years of growth. They just sort of handed it back in a, in a 12-month period. And so I think there's a few a few reasons for that. I don't, I don't believe, as I've written, that the entire decline of Facebook usage in the US is a result of lack of trust or decaying trust in in Facebook. I don't mm. think that's all of it. There's definitely some of it, but it's not all of it. Part of it is we are at a point in the us and, and frankly in britain as well where there's a lot of uh, consternation and conflict amongst the populace right every, everybody either either is for or against pretty much everything it feels like every issue is 50% for and 50% against yeah. and so Facebook has become very politicized, in so far as you, you you add some piece of content to your to your to your newsfeed, and and you get a bunch of people commenting, and 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 all of a sudden it becomes this like town hall argument, which isn't necessarily very fun. And so anecdotally, Mm. I've talked to many, many people um, who are not social media professionals and not internet marketing professionals, but they just use Facebook because why do people use Facebook? And they say, you know, it's just not fun anymore. Mm. It's just people yell. It's just people yelling at each other. uh, And I don't need that. So that's certainly part of the decline as well. And then I think the third piece that's, that's pretty critical and, and the data bears this out is it? And we've rumored this for a long time. This has always been sort of the the, the we always believe this is going to happen. But now the numbers show it that Facebook usage amongst young people is is starting to really it really decay. That that once Facebook became the place where their parents and grandparents hang out, it's like well why do, why do I want to be there?
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. So I wanted to go into that because the demographics um, it looks. I mean, I I'm just getting a feel of looking at the the, the, the posts and the data. But it looks like. It's shifting a bit more towards older people.
1: Is that right? Just a little bit. Yes. And isn't that hilarious? Because Facebook was was founded uh, as an organization that was only usable if you were enrolled in a United States higher education institution, right? Yeah. Only if you were at university were you even allowed to have a Facebook account uh, for, for the first uh, couple of years of the company's existence. And now the pendulum has swung so far, Andy, that, that now the largest um, group of users are, are between the ages of 35 and 54. So Facebook is actually more popular amongst what you would consider. To be middle-aged Americans than it is uh, among young Americans, and and that is uh, that's a fascinating trend, I think. Yeah, it is. And one thing we must just say, just to clarify for our
0: listeners, because our listeners are, are global. Um, this is this data is just for the US, isn't it? But what are your feelings? I mean, can this be extrapolated? Do you think to to the world? Is it
1: is that a sensible thing to do, or do you think we should be cautious about that? I don't see anything in this data that is US-centric. Hmm. I don't believe there's any any of these um trends or pressure points where I would say, You know what that's only true here.' So as mentioned, the same organization that performed this first-party research is going to be extending a, a similar study to Canada and to Australia just, just in the next few weeks. So yeah. we'll have some sense of, of coverage there. But I, I do not believe that there is anything in this research to suggest that this is a, an American-only phenomenon. Now, I, I would say that the one piece of that that I will couch – is that we are at an interesting time in the States in that it, it is a very conflict-ridden period of, of our history right now. And so mm-hmm. Facebook reflects that. So the, the Facebook is just people yelling at each other is definitely true in the U.S. now in a way that it wasn't perhaps um, in previous presidential administrations, etc. So, so there, there may be a little bit of that, but I think there's a lot of conflict in a lot of places in the world right now.
0: Now the other interesting thing is because we talked about Facebook. Of course, Facebook is, is probably the or one of the biggest social media networks. Probably the biggest, I, I suppose. Uh, it's the other social networks, things like Instagram, Pinterest, uh, LinkedIn, yeah. Snapchat, Twitter. How do they compare? Are any going up? Are they bucking the trend? Is yeah. there any trends? Interesting trends here.
1: Everybody else is. Everybody else is either up or or stable. Every every other every other network is is increasing uh, in in popularity. Instagram. Up two percent to to now the second most popular social media network in the United States is Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Pinterest up. Uh, Pinterest is third. Snapchat is tied for third. Uh, LinkedIn is fourth. And actually, th- this may may be interesting to to listeners in the U.S. Twitter, which yeah. which you know we always say sort of Facebook and Twitter in the same sentence, but mathematically that doesn't really hold any weight because Facebook is so much bigger than anything else, and and Twitter is actually the sixth. Most popular social network in the US by usage. Now, its impact culturally is much, much higher than that because of who uses Twitter, right? It's celebrities, as athletes, as politicians, yeah. it's the media, uh, and, and people quote tweets uh, like they are actual you know, verbal quotations. And so Twitter's cultural impact is much, much larger. But from a usage standpoint, it's only the sixth most popular social network in America. It's interesting, isn't it? So do you think there's
0: a trend? Because you mentioned that. This is interesting. Instagram, uh, Pinterest—I think you mentioned Snapchat as well—have actually yeah. grown a bit. Is that because mm-hmm. people are sort of more interested in simple visual things? Is it because Facebook is doing
1: too much? Almost. Uh, I think that's part of it. Sure. I mean, cha- Facebook has a, a, an operational challenge in that it does everything. Yeah. And and when you do everything, you're not going to do anything great. It's it's not operationally possible. And Instagram, for example, has has pictures, right? They have pictures and short videos, and you just scroll, and it and it's mobile only, uh, for the most part. And you just scroll, and you double tap, and you like, and you might leave a comment here or there. It's just a much much simpler, stripped down uh, customer experience. And so, if you like to look at pretty pictures, why would you not use Instagram? And 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 furthermore, Instagram is not a place that is that is uh, you know filled with strife or conflict typically. Yeah, That's yes. not 100 true, but it's just it's just a more positive environment and so i think people are turning to uh, instagram pinterest to some degree snapchat as almost um, areas of solace and calm that, that, that they can sort of use as a as a getaway if you will
0: yeah now jace it's, it's in the news right now there's a lot of stories about companies sort of pulling their advertising out of facebook or companies are sort of deciding not to do it. how i'm just trying to think how because a lot of our listeners, you know, they might already be using Facebook to advertise. How do you think that this might affect decisions going forward? Or what, what do you think companies should be helping them to decide whether or not to advertise on Facebook?
1: I don't think it matters. I really don't. I mean, look, are, are fewer people using Facebook now than last year? Yes. But it's still, at least in the States, 62% yeah. of the entire country ages 12 and older 62 percent okay so we're talking about almost 200 million people in the u.s alone and facebook is still twice as big as instagram so so to say we shouldn't advertise on facebook because people are using it slightly less I, i don't think is strategically on point so I don't think this delete Facebook movement is going to have any real consequences. Are people going to use Facebook slightly less than they have in the past? Yes. And I think that trend will actually continue. So what 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 the implications of that really are, Andy, is that if you've got fewer users and fewer eyeballs, and I don't know that you're going to have people deleting their account so much as just looking at it twice a day instead of seven times a day, yeah. what happens is you've got less inventory. Uh, with, with probably about the same number of advertisers. So I think the only real implication for business is going to be that Facebook advertising becomes slightly more expensive because the ratio between inventory and advertisers is going to be skewed a little bit. Yes. Um, so, so I would anticipate a slight increase necessary in Facebook ad budgets in order to produce the same results because it's going to be a little bit more expensive on a cost per impression basis and a little bit more expensive on a cost per click or cost per action basis to do what you've tried to do in the past. But, but I don't think that, that this means don't advertise on Facebook. Look, here's the deal. Does Facebook have some, some trust issues? Obviously they do. Uh, does, does Facebook have some, some issues with their users? Totally. Of course. But it's still by far the most powerful advertising opportunity you have in digital today because you can target in ways that that are basically unreplicatable in any other medium now one of the reasons facebook's so good at targeting is because of all the data issues that we're talking about right now but if you want to find people who are left-handed who who love vampire movies uh <laughs> and also like seo like facebook is literally the only place you're going to do that right mm. so you know we, we may have some issues here but but i don't think it's time to abandon ship that's for sure
0: yeah do you, do you looking forward with your crystal
1: ball do you see a time when it won't be worth having time? on Facebook? Yeah, it's such an interesting question. Here's what I've said in the past, and and I think it still holds true. Uh, I think I said this first maybe two or three years ago. Somebody asked me, hey, is there ever going to be an a new social network that emerges that sort of knocks Facebook off the pedestal. And what I said then I think is still true now. I think the answer is no because Facebook is such a large company now with so much free cash flow that anybody that gets a a foothold, they either buy like Instagram Mm. or WhatsApp or they squeeze the life out of them like Snapchat, right? So, so they're either going to buy them or strangle them and they have the size and the power to do that. So I think it's very, very difficult to envision a future where a new social network gets so big that it becomes the quote unquote new Facebook. However, the only thing that can stop Facebook is Facebook. Yeah. And, and we're seeing that today, right? So any decline of Facebook is a suicide, not a murder. And they have, I mean, it's almost a public utility now, right? Facebook is used by so many people for so many things in so many important ways that that it is almost part of the public trust, the fabric of the world, frankly. And that is uh, a, a responsibility and a role that is almost unprecedented in the history of the world. And and so they have to be held, and I think rightfully so, to a higher standard. And if they continue to 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 fray the trust that their users have in the organization, that's the only thing that can stop them. Yeah. Will will that happen? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think they are inherently nefarious, nor do I think in any way that they are stupid. So I, I suspect they'll get it together, but who knows? It's, you know, it, big companies have a lot of blind spots.
0: So just boiling down what we've spoken about today, if you had one top tip or a, a key takeaway for our listeners today, Jay, what
1: might it be? I, I would say do not think about Internet marketing from a Facebook only perspective. So if you want to be active in social media, and you should be, even though Facebook is far and away the largest social network, you should not pursue, in my estimation, a Facebook only strategy. Mm. You, you should be pursuing a Facebook plus something else strategy, not, not because you've got declining Facebook usage, but, but just because it makes sense to have your eggs in, in multiple baskets, both from an organic perspective and, and a paid advertising perspective. So, um, don't get sucked into this idea that, you know, Facebook is the only one that matters the same way that in many cases, Andy, people think that Google is the only search engine that matters, right? It's easy to make that assumption just based on the mathematical evidence, but, but it's, not actually true. And, and the same, the same thing is, is, uh, is the case in social as well.
0: Well, Jay, thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, how can our listeners find out more about you, uh, convince and convert and your books
1: Convinceandconvert.com is our site. My podcast is Social Pros, all about uh, leading social media strategists, uh, all the blog posts, webinars, videos. That's convinceandconvert.com. All my books are available all the ways and places that books can be purchased. Just search J Bear B-A-E-R, you'll find them fantastic so thanks for listening everyone the show notes are in the usual
0: place sitevisibility.co.uk slash am podcast if you're enjoying the show please leave us a review um, if you want to send us an email with questions or suggestions uh, the email podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk you can tweet at site visibility we have a site visibility group on linkedin so that's all from me andy and it's
1: all from jay Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted to have had this experience with you, Andy. We'll see you next time.
0: Thanks, Jay. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing